grow up and to see what God's done in your life and your families develop. And so uh, God is good, and uh, the relationships have been wonderful. I, I told Jan this evening I'd picked up Steve and, the, and his sons at the airport this afternoon. We shared a few moments together, and I said, there's something I enjoy about Steve Adams. There is, uh, he doesn't seem tense like I am. He, he, he seems relaxed. He seems comfortable in the presence of the Lord. And I just appreciate that, Steve, that, that you have that peace in your heart, and uh, it's touched my life. It's always good to have you with us, brother. Steve told me after the uh, banquet in Kansas or in, in, in Indianapolis, uh, he got a hold of me and said, my sons and I want to do a tribute concert uh, for your retirement. And so this is their gift to us, and we thank them for coming tonight. Thank you so much, and let's enjoy this time together. The Steve Adams family. In this very room, there's quite enough love for one like me. Yes, in this very room, there's quite enough joy for one like me. And there's quite enough hope and quite enough power to chase away any gloom for Jesus, our Lord Jesus is in this very enough love for all of us. Yes, in this very room, there's quite enough joy for all of us. And there's quite enough hope and quite enough power to chase away any
Oh, I wasn't planning on doing this, guys. Would you let Dad share a verse? I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus since I found in him a friend so strong and true. Some of you can remember this song. I would tell you that in Boston, Massachusetts, in the early 50s, he changed my life completely. He did something that no other power could do. No one ever cared for you and me like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind as he. No one else could take the blood of sin, the question marks in my life, a philosophy major at Indiana University from me but he answered those questions praise his name oh how much he cares for you and me you just look too comfortable would you stand Chris sing a verse of how great the water will join you on the course oh lord our god when high in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made I see the stars I hear the rolling thunder thy power throughout the universe display Let's sing together then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art when christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take all of us home what joy shall fill my heart then i will bow in humble adoration and there proclaim my god how great thou art sing it again then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art, how great thou art, then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great 
is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Turn around and shake hands with the person in the back of you. And tell them Hiram Sanders gets younger looking every day, would you? Then you may be seated. Roll the track, if you will, James, please. It is great to be in God's country. Look out the windows and see these mountains. If you can't sing how great thou art here, there's something wrong with you. Roll the track, if you will, James. We're from Nashville, Tennessee, and we have to prove it to you. Our Savior, someday in the skies, we'll all be together, we'll be praising God forever, at that great homecoming we will never say goodbye, can't you hear the saints and the angels, friends, they're just warming up their voices, listen as our loved ones sing of God's amazing grace, oh what a great reunion Sunday in the halls of heaven. I expect to help them, they're saving your dad a place. We're singing homecoming, great homecoming. When we meet our Savior someday in the skies, we'll all be together. We'll be praising God forever. At that great homecoming, we will never say goodbye. Home is where the heart is and my set on heaven. I can feel at home until I'm near my father's throne. And someday soon I'll be there in his holy presence. What a welcome he will give me when he calls me home. We're singing homecoming, great homecoming. When we meet our Savior someday in the sky, we'll all be together. Praising God forever At that great homecoming We will never say goodbye Can't you see the porch lights burning Over in our homeland The Father's waiting for His children What a glorious day Oh, and someday soon I'll be there In His holy presence And I'll never move again I'll be home to stay Homecoming, great homecoming when we meet our Savior someday in the skies, we'll all be together, we'll be praising God forever. At that great homecoming, we will never say goodbye. We'll all be together, oh, we're gonna be together, praising God forever. We'll be praising God forever. At that great homecoming, we will never say
I tell you what, thank you very much. I'll tell you what, it's been a beautiful, beautiful winter in Nashville, Tennessee. We've had 70 and 80 degree weather the last two weeks, and the 50s and 60s most of the winter. How's it been in California? Nice of you to fly in today to join us. This is my baby. <laughs> My son, Chris. Oh, does he love that? Chris is an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene, and in that regard, he follows after his grandfather, my dad, who was a Nazarene elder for a period of 28 years before the Lord took him home to heaven. I remember when you were ordained there in sunny California, your mother and I, we're, we're blessed. We are blessed tonight to have you with us. And to know that you finally got married. You finally, <laughs> you finally brought her home. Finally did. I said to him, I don't care how ugly she is. Find her. <laughs> and he found a beautiful young lady who is a cardiology nurse. And I had open heart surgery six years ago. So that kind of fits right in there. Chris is just finishing his doctorate at Fuller Seminary. Working in psychology. He has all of his coursework done. And is working on his thesis, his dissertation right now and begins one year of internship in Beverly Hills, of all places, in September. He lives at Casa Robles, if you know anything about the Nazarene denomination. That is the housing for retired missionaries for Nazarenes when they come back home from overseas. Can I tell him your little story? Sure. Jan and I, my wife Jan and I, flew out and helped to move him in before he was married a few years ago <laughs> to the little home there on the compound and went back to Nashville, and he called and said, well, Dad, this is interesting. He said, I left the light on by accident last night on the porch, and our director came and said, Chris, are you all right at 9 o'clock the next morning, 9.30? He said, yeah, I'm fine. Why? He said, well, here, with all these retired people, if you leave the light on past 9 o'clock, they send an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is well. He's in good health. And... Uh, You've made your dad proud. He works for the Department of World Mission in Louis Bustle and travels around a mission, uh, with, with missionary families in the summertime, ministering to them overseas like his dad does in the States. So it's always wonderful to see you. And this is my oldest. I'm going to tell on him. Is that all right, doctor? This one's always up to no good. <laughs> He likes to have fun, and when I picked him up at his home this morning, by the way, he had 17 teenagers staying in his home last night. Left his wife with that this morning. <laughs> when I picked him up, he was standing by the mailbox out by his home about 5 o'clock in the morning there in Nashville. He had on this awful green T-shirt that said, this is my party shirt, and I don't know what else green looked. And I said, oh, my goodness. Am I going to have to travel with him like that today? But you see, Dr. Sanders' secretary had sent a note saying, uh, when you guys get to the airport, you'll just take a shuttle to your hotel. And I said to Craig, what if somebody showed up that you cared about? Well, I don't care. I bought this. I spent $10 so that I could tease my brother when he gets in there. Who showed up at the airport to pick us up? Dr. Sanders. <laughs> and I don't think any of us will ever forget today. <laughs> But in spite of that, I'm going to keep you around. Let me tell you what uh, Craig is doing these days in his life. He has two wonderful children, our grandkids, Maddie and Hayden, and they're uh, seven and five now. But God is blessed to this young man with the ability to orchestrate. And uh, he is a producer in the city of Nashville, and as of last year, won his third Dove Award 
and he called me. Go ahead, congratulate him. That's... He, uh, he called me uh, a couple of months ago and said, Dad, I'm up for three more this year. So he's been nominated for three more. We'll know in April. Pray for us, would you please? I said, I never got a Dove Award. I hit a sparrow once. It was on my windshield. That's as long, that's as good as it got. Doctor, come up and, and stand next to me, would you please? This is a night for you in our book. A little later on, we'll pay tribute to your wife too, but uh, just to prove to you that not all men are created equal. Isn't this ridiculous? <laughs> we have known each other a long time, and you have been so kind to me and encouraging in my life and in my ministry, and our boys and Jan and I love you dearly. We came here early on in your ministry, and in fact, uh, I was at the Bible College here, I think, the first year the campus was started. So I've come back and forth, but uh, when you came here and then this building was being built and it was dedicated and then you got this incredible instrument here. If you people love this man half as much as we do, would you stand and tell him so tonight? pinching me and that means tell them to quit. <laughs> Those of you who were not in Indianapolis near the General Assembly time missed a great treat and when we found out we were coming back I said we're going to we're, we're going to resurrect that quartet. How many of you have never heard Dr. Sanders sing bass? Let me see your hands. How many of you would like to hear him this evening? Let's, oh look at that. You're on. We couldn't get J.D. Sumner to come in tonight, but we have something better here for you. I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in, and then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It bathed my heart in love and wrote my name above. And just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Now let us have, have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. And he will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayer will turn in. And you know a little fire is burning. You will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. I may have doubts and fears, my eyes be filled with tears, but Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. I go to him in prayer, he knows my every care, and just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus, let us tell him all about our trouble. He will hear our faintest cry, he will answer by. And when you feel a little prayer will turn in, and you know a little fire is burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk with 
Now there's no question what he's going to do with his retirement, right? He's going to join us on the road. When the uh, guys were a lot younger, I was the first organist for a little group in Indiana known as the Gaither Trio. Back in the days when they were literally traveling in a potato chip truck, Chevy step van. They travel better than that nowadays. <laughs> and I uh, began writing music and uh, Bill Gaither made it possible for others to record some of our songs. We want to go back to the, some of those days and hear some songs that came out of our family and our lives. A little more track, please. Faith is the essence of things not seen, the substance of things hoped for. God's word has said it, and I believe, for a miracle has happened in me. God said it, and I believe it, and that settles it for me. God said it, and I believe it, and that settles it for me. Though some may doubt that his word is true, I've chosen to believe it. How about you? God said it, and I believe it, and that settles it for me. God said it, and I believe it, and that settles it for me. God said it, and I believe it, and that settles it for me. chosen to believe it now how about you god said it and i believe it and that settles it for me though some may doubt that his word is true i've chosen to believe it now how about you god said it and i believe it and that settles it God said in his word, whatsoever things you ask in my name, all of these things will be added unto you. Truth and beauty and happiness, it's all in the name of Jesus. There
and he'll show you the way Tonight I'm found Oh, I was blinded One touch And this dad could see Oh, and it's all Because of God's amazing grace Oh, because songwriter and uh, so I encourage you if you get a chance to pick up some of the CDs that are back there in the back we're going to take an offering this evening because we have plane fares from uh, California and from Nashville and uh, we want to try to help with that and as my wife and I were making out a check this evening and I told Steve that we wanted to take an offering and uh, he said not for me he said I'm, I'm giving this concert and uh, so uh, I want to say how much I appreciate that. And, uh, and he told me that back in July of last year. But I, I thought, artists don't usually do that. And then I said, you're a man of your word. And so he is. But uh, my wife and I have made out a check because uh, we want to help with some of those expenses and like for you to join with us. And uh, what the Steve and his sons will make will be what you buy from the CD table. 
So I encourage you to do that. Next Sunday morning at uh, Springs First, uh, the Adams family will be doing both services, the full service. And so if you have a chance to be there at 9 or at 1045, they will be the service on Sunday morning. And I just wanted to mention that for those of you who might be able to come. Steve and I share a common background in one sense, in that our dads both went into ministry in their 30s. We'd grown up in a home uh, with, my dad was a Christian, I'm sure your dad was, but he finally settled that call to preach. And uh, because of that, Steve and I have both been touched by the fact that Nazarene Bible College is preparing people like his dad and my dad, men and women who are called to ministry. And so it touches our heart. We understand we've been there. We grew up as these children that are transferred in here, seeing the changes in our our dad's lives in our home. And so uh, we're, we're all moved by our students. And we thank you for being here, and we celebrate this time together. Following the service tonight, there will be a reception over in Williamson Center. Uh, Those of you who might be visiting with us tonight, we're pretty excited at Nazarene Bible College. We worked for many years for full accreditation with North Central Accrediting Association and the Higher Learning Commission of that association. We achieved that last month. And uh, so our students and our family here want to celebrate that. So there will be uh, punch and cookies and things. uh, But most of all, just a chance for us to gather together. We invite everyone to go to Williamson following the service tonight to share in this celebration. Those of you who may not know, we jumped candidacy status. We gained full accreditation on the first visit of North Central Association, almost unheard of. And we're excited. It's a great tribute to our faculty and staff and administrators, but I would like to mention a special administrator tonight, Dr. Don Stelting. He's been sick now and had serious surgery, and uh, since uh, February the 2nd, he's been going through not only the surgery, but also all that relates to that and the recovery. It's good to see you here tonight, Dr. Stelting, and we welcome you. And when we talk accreditation, We give you and your team so much credit for making that happen. Thank you so much. Well, ushers are ready, and uh, so if you'll come with the offering plates and let me put my check in, and if you can join with me, then we'll help uh, cover some of the expenses relating to this fine evening we're joined together. Bless the offering, O God. Bless us as we share this good time together. Keep your hand on our life and all that we do. We're so grateful for your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you. I know what you're saying with your applause. You're saying, I believe. Some of my favorite music from Handel's Messiah. My son Craig arranged that whole thing for his dad, which I appreciate. Doctor and Mrs., would you both come up here and stand next to me, please? A surprise to you tonight, I guess. Our sons and their dad together have traveled across the United States for a period of almost 10 years now. We began while our boys were in college together as we call ourselves musical missionaries to America's families. And in that amount of time from coast to coast at the close of services like we will have Sunday morning, we have called moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas, aunts and uncles together to fast for our children. I am a former educator, taught schools in Indiana before going into gospel music. And I remember when the principals called the faculty into the lounge and said we have to do something about the gum chewing in our schools. And when I think what little Maddie and Hayden have to face in front of them, and the news that I've watched even this week, I want to pray for our kids. So anyone who dedicates his and her life to educating others to reach our families reaches me. And we have had the privilege, this is no big deal, this is no Dove Award, but it comes from our hearts. We started what we call 10 years ago the Heroes of the Faith Hall of Fame. And we have presented this to Bill and Gloria Gaither and to my traveling buddy Doug Oldham, to some general superintendents, only to those people who have had special impact on our lives. And so I'd like to read this and maybe you'll want to chuck it in basket number 12 or maybe someday you'll dig it out and remember that the Adamses loved you. Christian Family Life Hall of Fame, Dr. and Mrs. Hiram E. Sanders. This is to certify that Dr. and Mrs. Hiram Sanders have been inducted into the Christian Family Life Halls of Heroes Hall of Fame and are hereby recognized for exceptional godly influence that has deeply imprinted the lives of loved ones and friends. Contemporary heroes of the faith, Reverend and Mrs. Sanders, have been added to the honor roll of those special exemplary believers whose wisdom and counsel, lifestyle of enduring integrity, faithful discipleship, dependability and character, consistent witness, private reliance on and public interpretation of Holy Scripture, encouragement of talent, authenticity, spiritual gifts, communications and preaching skills, willingness to mentor, concern for the welfare of colleagues, private and public care of family members, and personal life song have served all generations as models for servanthood and service. Only heaven will reveal the lives that have been touched by your ministry, your district leadership, your Bible school presidency, your speaking and teaching, your gifted singing, your genuine warmth, your compassionate ministry, your love and your prayers. You are God's choice heroes to us. And we thank the Lord for the privilege of knowing you as personal, especially cherished friends, given the seventh day of March 2006 with eternal gratitude and love. Steve and Jan, my wife joins me in this and wishes she could be here. Craig and Chris Adams and their families, we love you.
We had the privilege of writing the music for not this quadrennial General Assembly, but the one before that for the missions program, the Friday night service at General Assembly. And uh, when I write some songs, I have certain singers in mind for them. Chris, I don't know if you want to say something before you're singing. Feel good to feel welcome to, but uh, your dad's going to go sit down and listen to you. All right. Well, I, uh, uh, it really is an honor to be here with all of you. How many of you, just out of curiosity, are pastors in the area or students here at the school? God bless you. Um, I just came off a of finals week myself at Fuller, so for you students, I feel your pain um, if you're in the midst of that stuff. But I do live at Castle Robles, and um, um, that has been a joy. Uh, it's been a real experience of, uh, of living amongst heroes uh, in many ways. And um, when I first moved in there, um, I, I attended uh, game night, first of all, on Tuesday nights. Um, and don't be late uh, for game night. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but they have a weekly prayer chapel every Thursday morning. And I thought I would attend just to kind of be part of the community and stuff. And to be quite honest, I was sort of expecting it to be like uh, some uh, senior adult prayer meetings in local churches that sort of list everyone's ailments and those kinds of things, and kind of you walk away more depressed than encouraged. And yet I walked into this prayer meeting, and uh, for an hour, these folks prayed uh, for persecuted Christians in Islamic countries, uh, for flood victims in Venezuela or somewhere, uh, for the poor, for the oppressed, whole hour of prayer, none of it was for them. It was one of the most authentically Christian experiences I've had in a long time. And, and as I've gotten to know some of these folks, I realized it's been a gift to me because I've, I've prayed, God, I want to finish well. As one of my mentors at Fuller, Dr. Arch Hart puts it, who studied pastoral stress for years as a psychologist. Um, and he talks about finishing well and the things that people can do to help themselves finish well. And so it's it's an honor to be here tonight, Dr. Sanders, because you are finishing well in uh, so many senses of the word, having um, incredible institutional leadership, but, um, but it's an honor to, to be here with you and to have a model of someone who finishes well um, in our midst, both of you. And, and uh, uh, the hope that we all have is that because who God is in and through Christ, we all will finish well. Uh, one day. And it, it's, it's been incredible to me um, to watch you finish well today and, you know, institutional president and this man's running around serving everybody he can all day today, um, serving us and getting water for us and all kinds of things. And um, my hunch is that uh, um, you're not really going to retire, but your ministry is just going to take a different shape um, in the days to come um, as you serve and, uh, and continue to serve. And so we honor not just what uh, you've been able to do, but what Christ has done through both of you uh, tonight. So it's great to be here with you and, and rejoice um, that uh, Christ serves all of us um, in, in what he did on the cross and what he continues to do uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit. How can I worship you 
unless I serve a lifetime of service is my joy to give a lifestyle of giving the praise I would live your servant Lord I would be your servant Lord the town of sacrifice my banner your calling my Your will, not mine, surrender to your heart's design. Every day more like you, I would be your servant, Lord. Your servant, Lord. Servant Lord, the towel of sacrifice, my banner, your calling, my reward. Your will, not mine, surrender to your heart's desire. Every day more like you, I will be your servant, Lord. I would know you in the power of resurrection. I would seek you better in the depths of pain. You're my teacher, let me learn of your endurance until suffering turns all seeming loss to gain oh, I will be your servant I will be your servant Lord the town of sacrifice my banner, you're calling my reward. Your will, my mind, surrender to your heart's design. Every day more like you, I will be. shared your very life with me I will share your cross 
I must always say, uh, also say a word of thanks to the Sanders and Nazarene Bible College and to all of you folks for meeting us here, uh, here tonight. You could be a lot of places tonight, but uh, so delighted that you have elected to honor these folks along with us and more than anything, excited that you've elected to worship Jesus Christ with us in this place here tonight and to lift up His name and proclaim that He is Savior and proclaim that He is Lord and that He is risen indeed. Amen. And uh, I want to thank James so much for taking time out to meet us here tonight. Guys like James are unsung heroes. One of my best buddies in Nashville is our sound guy at our church uh, because he's here two hours before, just like James has been. Thank you so much. And uh, forgive me, my, I am horrible with names, unlike some of you, but the gentleman who tuned this piano for us, sitting right back here, and uh, just uh, uh, thank you so much for taking time to prepare for this. Uh, it means a lot to us that you would do that, and uh, just following suit with the hospitality that we experience every time we're with the Sanders. I was thinking, doctor, I shared with you this afternoon, remembering being with you in the Missouri camp. And the thing that stands out to me about that camp, aside from the fact that, like this area, it's very beautiful in its own way and in its own right and well-maintained, and everything that's attached to the Sanders name has a mark of excellence. And so you just kind of come to a point where you accept that. But the thing that really stands out in my mind about that camp is that it was absolutely teeming with people 17 and under. And when you travel in the circles that we have in our lifetime, you hit every camp and every revival and it, it just all across the country, all kinds of denominations. And that one camp was absolutely exploding with youth. And I remember talking to you about that in your uh, uh, cabin there in the, um, on the campgrounds and hearing your heart cry for the next generation. And then all of these years later to be with you here in this afternoon to uh, walk into this facility where you guys are setting the pace, where technology is concerned in education. Once again, I, I, I catch a heartbeat of somebody that's committed to the generation to follow. And uh, if you were to go tonight to my house and sit down in uh, our minivan, uh, you would undoubtedly see a, a couple of Barbie dolls strewn in the floor. You would see um, one of my son's little plastic guitars he loves to run around with and probably a basketball. And on the dashboard of the van, you would see a little card right next to the speedometer that my wife keeps there that says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future, plans for you to prosper and not to, play, not to fail, plans for you to succeed. And uh, what I celebrate tonight, not only is a great legacy that's been left behind, but I celebrate a heartbeat for the future. I believe that Dr. and Mrs. Sanders believe in tomorrow. And what a great thing that is to pass on to us all because of Jesus Christ, we have a hope and a future, not only for this campus, but as a people, as God's children, we have certainty in Jesus Christ that nobody else can understand. And so tonight, I celebrate not only uh, 12 years past here of a great legacy and not only a great future, but I celebrate the future that we have in Jesus Christ together as his children. Aren't you excited about that? Aren't you glad to know that come what may tomorrow, you and I will be together again around God's throne and celebrate his goodness just as we have here tonight. But until that time, what a great fact to revel in tonight, to know that he says right in the midst of adversity, I'm not going to be removed from it. 
I will meet you at the point of your need and be right there for moment to moment to moment to moment to give you that hope for your future. Sometimes the future seems moment to moment to moment. Isn't it great to know that he's a risen Lord and Savior, that he's a mighty king, that he's a conquering warrior, that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and that he is the triumphant one who steps into the middle of our chaos and says this, you are my child. I am your redeemer. Come what may, I care for you. Sweet is the promise, I will not forget thee. Nothing can molest or turn my soul away. And e'en though the night be dark within the valley, just beyond is shining one eternal day. I will not forget thee, nor leave thee. In my hand I'll hold thee, in my arms I'll fold thee, no, I will not forget thee, nor leave thee. I am thy Redeemer, and I will care for thee. Trusting the promise, I will not forget thee. Onward will I go with songs of joy and love. And though earth despise me, though my friends forsake me, I will be remembered in my home above. And when at the golden portals I am standing, all my tribulation, all my trials past, how sweet to that blessed proclamation enter faithful servant welcome home at last i will not forget thee nor leave thee in my hand i'll hold thee in my arms i'll fold thee no i will not forget thee nor leave thee i am thy redeemer and i will care for
arms I'll fold thee No, I will not forget thee Nor leave thee I'm thy redeemer I'm thy redeemer I'm thy redeemer and I will care for thee bless you Well, I hope you understand that we love you this evening. You're one of God's choice servants, you and Jan. One more time, come thank you, would you please? We leave you with a song that means a great deal to me. My dad was a Nazarene pastor, as your dad was, James. They did not seek a spotlight. They were captured by God's call, the men described in Hebrews. They were driven by his words to them. For those disciples, obedience was the only thing in life that mattered. It was servanthood, it was all. They marched to a different drummer. Success for them was the cross. They did not care for wealth or fame. They counted gain but loss. And yet the word of God calls them heroes. They were heroes of the faith. They gave their very life's blood in the cause in Jesus' name. They were heroes. They were saints who braved the storms. And though they did not reach the promised land, the word of God says, they served him just the same. Your grandfather, my dad, Nathan Adams, was God's hero. He too was captured by the call, and he traded, true story, a million dollar inheritance to pastor churches, and most of them were small. Still tonight in 2006, he calls some whose passion is for men. He's asking you and me to give our very selves. He's calling now as he did back then. And he's saying to all of us, be a hero. Be a hero of the faith. Spend time and all your energy. Go win some in my name. He wants heroes. He wants saints who brave the storms, young and old, who give up all they have for the wonderful, matchless privilege of sharing the greatest story that has ever been told. We leave you with wonderful, marvelous, incredible news tonight. Sooner than you and I can believe, we're going to be home with Father 
at his house forever. They are waiting in the grandstands of the heroes of the past. And they are cheering us on to victory. All who follow in the task. We who raise Christ better high in life's battles here below. We are soon to join those heroes where the saved by grace all go. of the faith will spend eternal ages praising Jesus' holy name. We shall see him, the lamb for sinners slain. We'll trade our heavy crosses for a crown as heroes of the faith. 